We thank you today. This is the day you have made. We rejoice and we are glad in it. Thank you for the gift of life. Thank you for counting us among the living. Blessed be your name. We are alive by your grace and by your mercies. We are healthy today by your grace and by your mercies. We are not dead because you have not allowed us to die. And thank you for bringing us before your presence today. It's a new month, Lord, you have brought us in. We have come with a heart full of gratitude. For helping us to see a new month, the month of October. What a great God. Thank you and thank you and thank you. We are about to listen to your word. The theme and the word for the month of October. As you begin today, take us on to greater heights and glorious heights. Cause us to experience your power within this month. And let your name be glorified over the lives of your people. Blessed be your name forever. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' holy name. Amen. And amen. Come and give a big clap of unto the Lord. Welcome into the month of October. Hallelujah. By the grace of God, the month of October, from the scriptures we read, from Philippians chapter number 2, from the verse 5 through 11. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, taught it not a thing to be grasped, to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, and took upon himself the form of a servant, and was made in the likeness of men. And being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself. Everybody say, he humbled himself. And became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Therefore God also has highly exalted him, and given him a name which is above every name. That at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow, and of things in heaven, things in earth, things under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Amen. Now let's go to James chapter number 4, the verse 10. James chapter number 4, the verse 10. It says, Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord, and he shall lift you up. Can you please tell the person as you humble yourself so that God can lift you up? The month of October is a month of humility. Or you can put it another way, it's a month of lifting up through humility. It's a month that God is raising you and changing your level by humility. Hallelujah. That is the theme for the month of October. It's a month that God is going to help us to walk in humility so that he can lift us up. Hallelujah. How many of you are believing God to lift your life up or you are fed up at where you are? And I believe that all of us here desire liftings. And this month of October, lifting will become your portion in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I said this month of October will be your month of lifting in the name of Jesus. I mean, by the grace of God, in the month of um, was September, we saw a lot of strange testimonies happening in our midst as a church. And this month of October, you are going to experience greater and a higher dimension of the hand of God upon your life. Tell the person this, a month of humility. Can you look at the person next to you? Tell the person, I pray for you. That the Lord will help you this month. And beyond. So that you can remain humble. Amen. 
Now, what is humility? Humility simply defined not thinking highly of yourself. Not thinking highly of yourself. That is, you are not thinking that you are more important than somebody or you are important than everybody. Sometimes because of what we have, sometimes because of what we have, and sometimes because of what we possess, and sometimes because of who we are, because we are educated, because I have this, I have that. So when we talk about humility, humility simply means not thinking highly of yourself, that you are better than others. So the moment you begin to think that you are better than others, you must understand that pride is setting in. Now another definition for humility, it is correct estimation of yourself. Giving a correct estimation of who you are. The Bible said no man should think of himself highly what he ought to. Don't put things in your mind that you are not. Yeah. The moment you begin to think of yourself highly than what you are, it means that you are beginning to walk in pride. Another simple definition of uh, humility, not seeking for self-recognition. When he says somebody is humble, it means that the person is not seeking for self-recognition. The person wants to be known. There are some of us, when we go somewhere and they don't give us the right chair to sit on, you will get angry. When you go somewhere and you're not treated the way you expect to be treated, you will get annoyed. One day we went with a group of people with some pastors and another person amongst us who, was, who wasn't a pastor. We sat on this because we went together. We sat on the same place. And when they were serving, I don't know whether they got, the mod got finished or something like that. They served all of us. But when they got to him, they gave him coke. The boy was angry. Why have you given me coke? I deserve more. Yeah. Some of you have raised yourself to the point that you think you deserve certain things more than what is being given to you. If you don't take care, you are getting to the realm of pride. Pride always seeks for self-recognition. I am me. It's me. Me. Always pride always seeks for attention. Seeking for self-recognition. Everywhere you go, you want everybody to know you. Self-recognition. You want to sit at the right place. You want to be served well. Everywhere you go, you want to be treated well. So when people don't accord you, what is due you? Something in you begins to rise up. Mm, mm. And see, sometimes pride can be very deceptive because pride is of the heart. So people can appear as if they are humble, but deep down within them, they are very proud. I mean, they are bowing outside, but they are standing in. Inside them, they are standing. May God deliver us in the name of Jesus. Now, maybe the last definition of humility. Humility also means seeing yourself as nothing without God. Humility is you begin to see yourself as nothing. That without God, you are nothing. 1 Corinthians 15, 10, Paul said, I am what I am by the grace of God. If you can see anything good in my life, it is God. If you can trace anything good in my life, it is God. If there is anything bad in my life, it is my own doing. So humility simply means that seeing God as the source of that. Without God, you are nothing. It is not where you are coming from. It's not who you are. It's not where your educational background. It is not who you are connected to. It's not who you know. You are who you are by the grace of God. Now listen to me. The moment you begin to recognize the source of what you have, it will keep you low. First Corinthians 4, 7. Paul said, who makes you to differ from one another? What is it that you have that you did not receive? If you receive it, what then do you boast? Who makes you differ from one another? And what do you have that you did not receive? Now, if you indeed you receive it, why then do you both? I say you did not receive it. So if there is anything good in your life, please trace that good thing to God. Not yourself, not your expertise, not somebody, but trace it back to God. Because you are who you are by the grace of God. So humility is having at the back of your mind that you see yourself nothing without God. Yeah. Hallelujah. 
And when you refuse to recognize God as the source of what you have and who you are, then pride is setting in. David was a very wonderful man who really had a, so much experience with God. One day, they were bringing the ark of the Lord to Jerusalem. And David, he was so excited and began to dance, celebrating God, dancing and dancing. He danced even with the, church, with the church members, with the people among them. He was just dancing and dancing and David became naked. The man became so naked to the point that the wife, Micaiah, was standing on top of their building and she was looking at the husband. Whilst David was dancing and David became naked. But said, David blessed the people and right from there he went to the house to bless his family. When he got to the house, listen to what the wife said. Hey, king. Today, you have done well. He said, what have I done? How can a king despise himself among these small, small boys and small, small girls? How can you dance and you are done to the point that you became naked? At least, as a king, you need to dignify yourself. You need to comport yourself. Even when it's time for you to clap, you don't clap well. You move your hands small, small. You don't dance. Then listen to what David said. David said, let me tell you. You didn't make me who I am today. God took your father because Micaiah's father was Saul. God took your father from the throne and made me king. So I am what I am by the grace of God. Even if, if I'm dancing, I'm not dancing to you. I'm not dancing to your father. I'm dancing to the Lord who has made you who I am. You see, let me tell you. One of the reasons why some of you, when you come to church, you don't dance is pride. I mean, you are too big to dance. Some of you, you clap without even moving your hand. You come to church, you are stiff. You don't move. You don't shake. You don't lift your hand. You never do anything. May God have mercy on you. If you can clap, it is God who has enabled you to clap. If you can sit, it is God who has enabled you to sit. If you can eat, it is God. If you can open your mouth, if you have anything, it is God. Listen to me. Proud people always find it difficult to accept their mistakes. Proud people always think they are right. They never go wrong. Even sometimes when they are wrong, they try to defend themselves to make sure they are right. And Saul lost his throne because of pride. But one thing about David, David maintained his throne by humility. Even when he was wrong, he learned how to say sorry to God. Listen to me. You lose precious things by pride, but you keep and grow what you have by humility. Hallelujah. Pride will always make you to feel that you are always right. It makes you to feel. Pride makes you not to take instructions. Please, everybody, when you come, sit on this lane. Hey. Please sit on this chair. Please, one, during the service, we don't want the I mean, people to be moving out. And deep down within your heart, he said, no, I mean, why are you to tell me I shouldn't move up? Like you come to church, um, a typical example, let's say, for example, you come to church and an usher tells you, please, can you please sit here for me? Sit where? Sit where? Do you know me? Sometimes you may not even say anything, but why should somebody to tell you where to sit? The moment you have that impression, it's a, it's a pride, it's a spirit of pride. You can't take instructions. So, kill everybody. No. You see, pride people always want to do their own thing. Whenever you don't listen to instructions, you don't do what God says, you don't do what leadership says, and you want to do your own thing. Please listen to me. Pride has started in you. Yeah. And God is watching. God is watching. Sometimes when you go to certain places, we humble ourselves, but when you come to the house of God, our pride comes out. You will never lose your place in God by pride. I said, you will never lose your place in God by pride. In the name of Jesus. Can you please help me tell the person to listen to instructions. Obey instructions. Even if it's not comfortable for you. Even if you have a challenge with maybe where you sit. Be politely talk to those who are instructing whatever it is. Please, I have an issue. Please, this is the reason I want to be here. Whatever, fine. But where? Somebody said, no, I want to be here. I'm not moving. It's my place. Hallelujah. So Saul, it's a typical example. Saul couldn't be corrected. 
Hmm. You are wrong. Say, no, 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 I'm not wrong. From today, there's, there's some of you that we can't correct you. No, no, we, you can't correct you. When you are corrected, how do you respond? One day I said to myself, concerning somebody, said, this person, I will never talk about his issue again. This person one day told me, said, Pastor. I said, yes. said, advice you gave me, I didn't take. A pastor was leading his church. Everybody, lift up your hand. He lifted. Everybody, can you stand up? And they stood. Yeah. Please sit down. Raise your hand. Sit down. And someone was standing there said, are we kindergarten children? Are you telling us, sit, get up, sit, get up. Are we children? A pastor was praying for the church members. Everybody, lift up your hand. Receive. And somebody shouted, we should receive what? We should receive what? <laughs> Every day, lift up, lift up. We should receive what? Receive, receive what? Receive what? Receive what? Receive the grace to walk in humility. Yeah. Receive the grace to walk in instructions. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Another typical example is there's a certain man. I mean, this scripture uh, which I spoke about is first Samuel 15 from one on what about Saul. There's another one in um, Luke chapter number 12 about a rich fool, a rich man. Jesus gave a parable concerning. Can you read that scripture, please, in closing? Maybe I share one with you. Luke chapter number 12, verse 16. Then he spoke a parable to them, saying, The ground of a certain rich man yielded plentifully. And he thought within himself, saying, What shall I do? Since I have no room to store my crops. So he said, I will do this. I will pull down my bands and build greater. And there I will store all my crops and my goods. And I will say to my soul, So you have many goods laid out for you for many years. Take your ease, eat and drink and be merry. But God said to him, Fool, this night your soul will be required of you. Then whose will those things be? which you have provided for. Listen to me. One of the signs of pride is when you don't recognize the source of what you have. God said you are a fool. Not because I need anything from you, but you have to know that you are where you are because I have brought you to where you are. You must always recognize the source of what you have. When you think that you are self-made, when you think that you are self-sufficient, you don't need anybody. You don't need one. Pride is setting in. Mm. Sometimes people think that they don't need anybody because they look down upon people because the people doesn't have anything. But sometimes you don't know the people that God can use to be a blessing to you. So don't think you are self-sufficient. I'm okay. I don't need any man. I don't need any God. One of the reasons why people are not able to settle issues quickly. Like for example, I've offended my brother here and I'm not ready to let go to forgive the person because I think that even you, if I become nice with you, what will I get from you? I don't need anything from you. It's a sign of pride. I'm telling you. You are proud. You are arrogant. Yeah. Pride makes it sometimes very difficult for us to be able to forgive one another because you think that I don't need you. I'm better than What will you do for me? But sometimes you don't know. The people you are despising today, you don't know when they can be of help to you tomorrow. So be very careful the way you relate and treat people. Pride will make you to think that you are self-sufficient. Self-sufficient. I don't need anybody. Oh, my, I mean myself. My soul. Rejoice. You are happy. You have food. You have water. You rejoice. God said you are a fool. Because a time is coming. You will need me. You will need people. And I want to encourage all of us here. Don't look down upon people. Don't despise people because of what you have. Because of who you are. Because of what you have become. Because you don't know. A time is coming. You even need them for God to use them to lift you up. May God help us. Another man, a typical example, is Naaman, who nearly lost a breakthrough because of pride. The prophet said to Naaman, 1 Kings chapter 5, from verse 1, Naaman was a leprous man, full of clean leprosy. Then the Bible said, the servant in the house told him, that please, there's a prophet in Israel who can heal you and all that. But another day he went, and the prophet said to him, go and put yourself in Jordan River. How many times? Seven times. 2 Kings 5, starting from verse 1. 
talks about a Naaman, commander of the whatever, was a great honorable man in the sight of his master because he, the Lord gave him victory, whatever. He was also a mighty man of valor, but a leper. But he went on and went to please jump to verse 10. And Elisha sent a message to him saying, Go and wash in the what? Jordan seven times, and your flesh shall be restored to you, and you shall be clean. Listen to what he said. But Naaman became furious and went away and said, Indeed, I said to myself, He will surely come. I thought you come out and stand and call on the name of the Lord his God and wave his hand over this place and uh, uh, heal my leprosy. Are not Abana, there are proper water, and Fapa, the rivers of Damascus, better than the waters of Israel? Could I not wash in them and be clean? So he turned and went away in anger. I was talking to somebody, discussing two issues or between two people. I said, please calm down. I'm very proud. I am poor, but I'm proud. My grandmother told me a proverb. Everybody listen to this proverb. It will help you. He said the blind man doesn't become angry in the forest. I have this word in my head. It has taught me how to humble myself. He said, Onifreni, onfebufu, ewo kwayase. Nifreni, we onfebufu. Odefebufu, okwayimu, obejidu odobeko. You be angry in the forest as a blind man. You will see the one who will take you out of the forest. Please tell the person to come down. Come down. Brafom, why? Brafom. 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 Buadie. Respect. Hey. Hmm. To cut a long story short, this man went and uh, he, but the servant told him, please, I beg you, go back. But Naaman nearly lost his position and a miracle because of pride. When you feel that you are too big of yourself, when you see yourself above other people, means that pride is certainly. I pray that from today, God will deliver us from every spirit of pride. Amen. There is a way God has for you is a way to the top. Say to yourself, my portion is the top. But the top, only the humble can walk in, not the proud. So receive the grace to take away every pride out of you. In the name of Jesus. But please listen to me. I prophesy to you by the word of the Lord. That a year by now, your next year will be much, much better than your this year. If only you will go by the word of the Lord. Some of you, I see people changing their perception about you because of the humility. Some of you here, I see some women allowing you to do proposals to them. There are some women, I see some men coming on your way because they have seen some level of humility in you. Receive that grace in the name of Jesus. I said receive that grace in the name of Jesus. Every pride in us, may the spirit of God uproot them from today in the name of Jesus. Sometimes pride can be generational. You can born into certain families that are very arrogant. So you copy. But from today, may God disconnect you. May God disconnect you. May God grace you to be humble. You will never lose with humility. You will never lose with humility. You will never lose. You will never lose with humility. Learn to calm down. When you are doing something, I mean somebody is doing something, the person can do better than you. Don't be angry in your heart. Don't look down upon people. I am better. I can do this better. I can do this. I can't. Please watch. For, be very careful. When people offend you, which you tell God to help you with, with the humility, forgive. Let it go. Don't say, I don't need it. After who are you? You say to the person, who are, who are you? If I don't forgive, I mean, after who are you? I don't need you. But sometimes you don't know. You don't know. 
Sometimes God allows some of these things to come on your way to teach you humility. I'm telling you. I said that some of us, when God decides to bless us, you will regret. Because the, the, the wings you will grow. Even now that you don't have anything. You can't do anything. You can't take instructions. But when God begins to bless, some, some, you will regret. But I pray. Right. I pray. That may the spirit that brings people down be taken away from us in the name of Jesus. Amen. One thing I always pray to the Lord. I always, I always ask the Lord, help me to remain low, no matter how yeah, high you are taking. Let your church remain low. Help us. Let give everybody the heart of humility. Take away pride away from us. Somebody said you offended him or her. You see, let me tell you, what the test of your humility or to bring the pride to show that you are proud is when you hear that somebody has said something about you. Negative. Then nothing comes out. May God help us. Can you please rise to your feet for everybody? Please, can you put one hand on your chest? Sometimes me say, in the name of Jesus. Father, I stand before you today with all sincerity of heart. I refuse to walk in pride. From today, every spirit of pride, every spirit of arrogance, every traces of pride in me, deliver me, Lord. I decide to drop them from today. I drop every pride. I drop every arrogance from today in the name of Jesus. Can you please lift up one hand as I pray with you. Father, we thank you today. Blessed be your name, the privilege for your word. We know that our portion is not the bottom, but the top. Because the top is where we belong. We shall be the heads but not the tail. For as we behold your word in a glass, we are changed from glory to glory. For the path of the just is like a shining light that shines brighter and brighter and brighter. This is our portion in Christ. But we know that we can never walk on the path to the top when there is pride in us. Therefore, Lord, we ask, take away every spirit of pride, every traces of pride, we curse every pride in our lives in the name of Jesus. Let every seed of pride be cursed in our lives. But Lord, enable us and help us to walk in humility. As this month has been declared our month of humility, let the spirit of humility rest upon every member of Christ Jubilee Center. All the branches in the name of Jesus cause the pastors to be humble, cause the leaders to be humble, cause every member of Christ Jubilee to remain humble in the name of Jesus so that we can see your rising and your lifting. Thank you for your word. Blessed be your name in Jesus' holy name. Amen.